This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. 9.18 a.m. This is The Morning Run with Shazana Shaoning and Jen Sun. Let's get a quick update on the FBM KLCI. Someone heard me because the FBM KLCI is up now. It is up 0.1%, 1,475 points as we speak. All right. We are turning our attention over to the transportation sector on Bursa, Malaysia. It ended mixed in 2022 with only Malaysia airports chalking up gains of 10%. Uh, Meanwhile, we compare to Capital A, that was down 22%. Post Malaysia down 13% and Westport's down 7%. Meanwhile, the developed markets like the US and EU are looking quite certain to face a recession in 2023. And the WTO has also cut this year's global trade growth projection to a pedestrian 1% versus 3.4% projected six months ago. Now, while China's reopening is positive, there are also concerns on bottlenecks with rising COVID-19 cases and, of course, these testing requirements. All said then, how should investors be positioning for exposure to the transportation sector and which stocks should they be buying? For some insights into this, we speak to Ahmad Magfur Usman, Equity Analyst at Nomura Malaysia. Good morning, Ahmad. Thanks very much for joining us and a Happy New Year. Let's start off with the transportation sector segments that you are most bullish on and which are you more bearish on as we start the new year? Hi, good morning. Yes, Happy New Year to you and to the team at BFM. Um, For the transportation sector, we're still pretty much positive on the aviation sector. Uh, We're a bit constructive on the port sector as well, uh, given that um, Asia-PAC markets will continue to exhibit growth um, amidst the China reopening as well. So yeah, we're pretty much more paying attention to the aviation market at the moment. And Ahmad, the travel and in turn the aviation airport sector is expected to receive a boost from China's reopening on January the 8th. But this will also be met with with restrictions in terms of testing from a growing list of countries. What are your expectations in terms of how the sector will benefit and when will the industry achieve levels seen pre-COVID-19? Well, yes, some some countries have put some restrictions in terms of um, arrivals from China, um, given the rising case counts there. But I think eventually what's what's comforting is that um, there is no new variant, at least not at the moment. Um, and eventually, I think these restrictions would eventually ease. Um, I think it's still early days. Um, we're, we, we're still about four days more towards the 8th of January. But I think this discriminative policy, um, I think it's 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 really not fair to to really put it on China. But um, eventually, hopefully, we would see that uh, easing um, somewhat to some degree. Okay, but do future. you do you see any other headwinds that might uh, that the transportation sector will face? At the moment, currently, at least over the since the opening play. Earlier in 2021, um, a lot of airlines are facing um, capacity issues um, because a lot of these aircraft needs to go for recertification, fit for flying. Um, So a lot of these aircraft are stuck at the MRO. Um, There's a lot of backlog at the moment. Um, So these are creating some delays with regards to um, the capacity normalization that um, most airlines are aiming for. Yeah, so these are one of the key issues at the moment. And of course, um, with regards to oil prices, that is also another key issue as well. 
I'd like to zoom in on Capital A. They're undergoing their regularization plan to exit PN17. Part of the plan is to divest the aviation business to AirAsia X in exchange for shares which will be distributed to shareholders. Are there any updates on um, what the status of this is? And is there a risk that the deal might not actually go through? At the moment, uh, there has not been any update um, in our last update from the management, um, the idea has yet to be presented to the board of directors. And, and I think the tricky part of this uh, exercise is um, what is the valuation of each entity that will be share swapped? Because um, ultimately, this valuation will bring uh, goodwill value and that would offset the negative equity, uh, which would remove the PN17 status of AAsia X as well as Capital A. Uh, but ultimately, these goodwill values needs to be tested, um, whether whether they're valid. Um, and this could be a, a key challenge uh, for the exercise, in my opinion. And Ahmad, the WTO has cut its 2023 global trade growth projections to just 1% compared to 3.4% six months ago. What does this mean for the port operators in the region and also Malaysia? I think generally um, for port operators, especially in Malaysia, they're more exposed to China uh, trade. I think easily about 60-70% are Asia PAC trade related, uh, whereas the remaining 30% is um, predominantly Europe as well as to some degree US. Um, so with Westports being a, a transshipment operator, um, I think generally uh, with the China reopening play coming in, of course, barring any severe COVID lockdowns at the moment, um, uh, we should still exhibit uh, growth um, in terms of throughput. Um, so that should be the key catalyst to look forward to. And, and, and if you look at consumption spending in general here, in, in, in even in Malaysia for that matter, it's still stable. Um, I think we, we're not seeing a marked slowdown in terms of consumption. Okay, somewhat related to this is the logistics sector, right? So a lot of uh, what we've seen is that uh, e-commerce trend seems to be waning. So what impact will this have on some of the names like GDEX, for example, or Post-Malaysia? Uh, so far as e-commerce is concerned, I think, yes, the growth rate has moderated um, compared to what we have seen during the uh, peak lockdown Um but that's in line with the reopening place. Uh, people are more inclined to shop physically rather than um, through e-commerce. But I think that that trend will continue to hold. Um, uh, I mean, generally, it does give convenience. Um, but the challenges, what I see for the logistics sector is more on uh, delivery yields. Um, there's a lot of uh, price pressure when it comes to um, parcel parcels, um, a lot of competition in the market, uh, pressured by JNT mostly. Um, so they, they pretty much command the biggest chunk of the e-commerce market at the moment as they have successfully penetrated into um, um, removing away the incumbent players. So these are the issues at the moment that a lot of logistics players are facing because of the competition mostly, not so much on the delivery volumes, to be honest. Mm. 
Okay, then, Ahmad, before we let you go, what would be your call on this sector and what are your top picks? Our topic in the transport se- sector is Malaysia airports. Um, it has been since last year as well, and it will, it will continue to be the case for this year. All right, Ahmad, thanks very much for speaking to us. That was Ahmad Magfur Usman, Equity Analyst at Nomura Malaysia, just giving us a review, an overview of what's happening in the transportation sector and how it might play out this year. Yeah, if you look at his top pick, right, which is Malaysian airports, 14 buys, 5 holes, no sales. Consensus target price for this stock, 7 ringgit and 30 cents. Last time price is actually 6 ringgit and 60 cents. It's up 3 cents. And I can understand the logic of this, right? Because it doesn't really matter which airlines are flying into um, in, into Malaysia. If you're the basically, the om- you're almost the only airport operator. I think there's only one other airport operator. Uh, you pretty much have a monopoly on all the aviation... I mean, on the aviation sector. So this is a good proxy to recovery in uh, tourism for the country. And he does like the port operators as well. I think he did say that uh, the Malaysian port operators like Westport, the exposure to EU and other parts of uh, US is just 30%, whereas 70% comes from China, Asia, Pacific. And Westport is largely a transshipment operator. So they should still exhibit some growth this year. Yeah, but not so popular with uh, the analysts. Only seven buys, 11 holes, no sales. Consensus target price actually below the current share price, three ringgit and sixty nine cents. Last done price is three ringgit and seventy three cents. If you look at Westport's valuations, are not exactly cheap. Twenty times PE for next year, and but however, the good, the bright spot is the indicative yield at four point three four percent. All right, 9.28 in the morning. We're heading into the 9.30 a.m. news bulletin. And then after that, we have the property show where Philip C. will be discussing the outlook for Malaysia's property market in 2023. Stay tuned for that, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.